Hello, everyone. Well, the time has come for 20 people who sort of know each other to gather together at a Mexican resort and day drink until it's time to night drink for three weeks solid. No one is safe from itchy sand, moldy beach beds, bold crabs, aggressive aquafowl, and a tiny pocket person named Demi. Look, I know most of you didn't watch Bachelor in Paradise, and that's why I begged some guy in Austin to tune in so we could regale you with the important things you need to know, such as, who exactly is David Spade? Is Noah a charge, or do we like him now? Does Brendan have special pheromones that make him irresistible? You can also replace Serena P's name with Brendan in that sentence. And how long is too long to remain naked on a beach that isn't a nude beach? Come join the fun as we take two hours of nonsense and water it down to the important things you need to know. This is 30 Minute Paradise. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 229 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin. And even though we're about to talk about Bachelor in Paradise, which is just a hot mess of a train wreck, we don't want to dismiss anything that's going on in the world with fires and COVID and Afghanistan and Haiti. And it just seems like a lot of sadness. And then to add Bachelor in Paradise on top of that feels weird, but we're going to do it and it's going to be fine. We're all going to be okay. Yeah, I agree. I think the only reason that, and I do mean the only reason that you and I have uh, continued to do this religiously over the past, however many years it's been is because of the escape it provides. And uh, it's nice to just sit down and ironically escape into something called reality TV. But <laughs> there's a lot going on right now. I just, you know, it would have been um, really ironic is if, uh, they would have uh, shared with the Bachelor in Paradise crew all the stuff that's going on. I wonder how that would have changed the dynamic over there. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say little to none. Exactly. <laughs> like, like us, we're here for one purpose. <laughs> They're there for one purpose as well. <laughs> it was Bachelor in Paradise. Let's just get into it. It's always terrible in such a good way. Yes. And we are a little bit different this year because Harrison is is no longer running the ship. We have several different people who have been invited to come in and and act as a host. And this go around, it was David Spade. If you had to guess of the 20 people on the beach who knew who David Spade was, how many would you guess? Uh, two. One would be Naked Penny, <laughs> who uh, sort of inadvertently rub Spade's nose in it, you know, because it was like, holy cow, it's David effing Spade. I mean, and that, that pretty much sums it up. Like, what are you doing here, dude? You know, that, so I thought that was funny because you could actually see Spade like, man, why did I agree to this? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And he was on defense for the first time. Uh, and the second person was Demi, who referred to him as Joe Dirt, which I thought was really funny. And then, and by the way, what is she doing back? I don't know. I don't know. She's just there to 
ruffle feathers and be awful. And she's going to succeed at that. I'm sure. So she's just so she's, she's funny and attractive and yeah, she fits. It's just like, when do you, when do you start taking other phone calls, you know? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I loved how Tammy referred to David Spade as Dave Chappelle. Yeah, Way off. And it, it was, it was fine. I think David Spade did a, did a decent job. It just, he, his relevance is, I'm wondering if he has some sort of stand up comedy show that's about to come out or, I mean, a really David Spade to me, I didn't even watch Joe Dirt. He is 1993 Saturday Night Live Hollywood Minute Weekend Update guy to me. And in movie news, last night I went to catch X. All I caught was Z's. Three and a half hours, it's called an editor. Hire one. (laughs) And little leprechaun. Well, my little Irish friend, while you're in America, don't bother going out to dinner because you're already eating it at the box office. (laughs) Chaplin, more like Kraplin. (laughs) Hi, my three-year-old nephew wrote that. And I also sat through the bodyguard. And I, I want my money back. <laughs> That's a Hollywood Minute. Back to you, Kevin. Thank you, David. Tommy Boy, too, yeah. Tommy Boy. Was he in Tommy Boy? Of course he was in Tommy Boy. He played Farley's best friend, and they worked for Callahan, remember? And they were selling brake pads all over the country. Maybe I haven't seen Tommy Boy. Oh, Tommy Boy is hilarious. That was good. But yeah, I agree. With you. you know, um, I actually saw David Spade very, very early before Saturday Night Live in his stand-up career in Houston. Mm-hmm. And he was, he was in the club. He got up and did a set. I'd never heard of him. He looked like a little kid. Um, and that was before Saturday Night Live. So it was a long time ago. He did an okay job. Does this mean he'll be there next week? I don't know. There are four different people who are going to take turns. So maybe they all get two weeks and then they get to go spend the rest of their time in Mexico, living it up on another resort. Who knows? I did notice that the voiceover was Lil John. Yeah. Who will also be a host coming up. So that'll be exciting. But the thing, the thing that was to me, the, somewhat disappointing was Joe the grocer. Yeah. I would just like to start with him and try to pick through what happened. Here's what I think. Let me me give you the 30,000 foot view. And then I will, as always respond to your feedback. Um, I think he agreed to be on the show a long time ago. Okay. And I think he probably agreed when he was with Kendall or right after Kendall, you know, like when that whole thing was collapsing, it just sounded like a great idea. And, you know, six months later after he signed his contract, I'm sure it was obvious he had second thoughts. Okay. But agreed. It was really disappointing. I think what has happened to Joe the grocer is he is very insecure. You know, I'm all wise in telling you that anybody could could see that by his behavior. But he comes he comes on as a veteran. And so veterans have a certain confidence coming onto the beach because they know what to expect. They know what's happening. They know what's going to all of the drama that's going to fill their days and all of the sweat and all of the sand. He was even wearing socks with his slippers one time because of sand and everybody's making fun of him. And then he's wearing gym shorts 
And Kelsey, who I know is one that you like, she even called him, we don't call you grocery store Joe anymore. We call you Jim Joe. Yeah. And she meant it as it looks like you just came back from the gym. And he didn't like that. He did not like that he had been. He just wasn't in the mood at that point. He wasn't. That's a great way to put it. He had his eyes set on Serena P along with everyone else. If you remember, she's Matt's season. She's the one who sent Matt home basically on his season. And Ivan had his eyes on Serena P and maybe Brendan had his eyes on Serena P. So already he's complaining 10 minutes into the show. Oh, they, they already, all these other people are wanting Serena P. Of course, this is going to be terrible. And he mopes 80% of the episode. Did you, did you also, I could just see the guy like, um, so this is not the same thing for women, I don't think, but normally when you're a man and you go to a public restroom, there's a, there's a mirror situation. You know, you're, you're, you're looking yourself in the mirror. Okay. And I could just picture him, you know, in the cabana, you know, nine, 900 degree bathroom, <laughs> looking at himself in the mirror going, I'm 35. What am I doing? You know? Right. And, and it just, yeah. And so, so anything at that point, some 23 year old says to you about a nickname or whatever, probably isn't too funny to you. And that's, I just think he, he bit off more than he could chew and he realized it pretty much the second he got there. However, <laughs> at the end of the show, who, the end of I was about to say, who comes sniffing around and it's Serena P yeah. and she pegs him and she calls him out saying, you're already thinking about going home. You're already thinking about all these memories. Cause if, as you, as you mentioned earlier, Kendall, he and Kendall met on bachelor in paradise and then they were together for two years. I'm going to call that a relationship. I'm going to call that a success. But Serena f- quickly figured out by some, how he worded something that someone wanted to move and the other one didn't. So they broke up. Let me, let me tell you what happened there. Tell um, me, tell me, tell me. This is me looking through my cynical uh, prism. I think he was in real danger of leaving. Like he had pretty much said, I don't want to be here. I'm done. Um, and now they've got a problem because they've already booked Kendall to show up. <laughs> that, that didn't happen overnight, right? Right. They knew she was coming. Yes. Yeah. And so they got to keep them there. And so they pull Serena P aside and say, hey, why don't you go have a chat with Joe? Mm. So I think that's what's going on there. Although I think she's a decent person. She probably likes him and there's no malintent there. But I, I do think she was sent specifically for the purpose of keeping mm. him on the peninsula. I think you are 100% right. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. And it's not a spoiler that Kendall is coming because it is in the season previews that she arrives more than likely toward the end of the season. If I had to bet not last because they need to have some sort of friction going on, but yeah, towards the end of the season, you also mentioned Kenny. Kenny is 40 years old. No, 40. 40. Let's marinate in that sentence just one more time. Kenny is 40 years old and he ponders if he's the oldest person to ever appear on Bachelor in Paradise. I'm going to go with a yes, Kenny. That is correct. Kenny chooses to arrive 
on set with Sons, David Spade. Don's clothes. Without any clothes on, not a stitch. We have a delightful black modesty box covering up all the bits and pieces and dangling participles. It's great. I appreciated it. But here's my question to you. What's his deal? Is he trying to be funny? Is he trying to be, look at me, I am the totes? Is he trying to be, I'm bold, I'm wacky? What do you think his deal is? Because let me tell everyone listening, he didn't arrive naked and then later put on a pair of pants. He stayed naked the entire time. If he was really naked, but yes. Um, I'm going to go with, let's just say he was really naked. Well, there was definitely some, if he was uh, contained, shall I say, mm-hmm, uh, it was mm-hmm. definitely a small piece of um, clothing that was containing his um, his uh, unmentionables. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he's an egomaniac. I, and look, let's be fair. You know, like he talked to David Spade. Guy's in really good shape, um, yeah. And he keeps himself fit, and you know, your average forty-year-old guy isn't in that kind of shape. So I don't really blame him for wanting to maybe walk around shirtless. But that whole thing was a little much. Agreed. Um, I don't, it, it didn't seem to bother any of the women. No. Well, I mean, Serena did offer her sarong. Serena offered her sarong to Kenny. <laughs> it was it was right to yeah. for her to offer the sarong. And I mean, it was see-through though and lacy, so it, it, it helped. He, my, my, my other question to you is: Are his tattoos dumb? It's again, the whole thing's a little over the top, you know. Right. I, mean, I don't, I don't look. Would I get tattoos again if I could go back to my seventeen-year-old self? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't. But at forty, there's no way I would have walked around naked on an island of twenty-three-year-olds and, you know, showed them off. Really? Well, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you for one second, but that's cute. You you say that. That's great. Okay. Let's talk about um, Abigail and Noah. Abigail is the one who from Matt Season who is hearing impaired. She got the first impression, Rose, I believe. And Noah is from Tasha's Season. Remember, we all thought Noah was a jack wagon. My question to you after watching the show, was Noah a jack wagon because Bennett made him one? Or do you think he's turned over a new leaf? Or do you think he's just a chotch in disguise and he's going to break Abigail's heart? I actually didn't think he was a bad guy the first time. I thought he got a raw deal just because he got, remember he got thrown into a wrestling match or something and all of a sudden he was a bad guy or something? Yes, so yeah, he never filled that role well, and I thought he seemed sincere. Um, Abigail, as we've discussed before, is seemingly a genuinely nice person, and uh, I thought they went well together. She is not going to do well in this environment, in my opinion. With that said, I believe that she got she got the first date card. When Noah arrived on the beach, he zeroed in on Abigail immediately. I don't even think he talked to anyone else. He went straight to her and said, let's go visit over here on the beach bed. They ended up going on a date together. They're making out. They're busting pinatas. Things are great. She says that she has a very hard time moving quickly. She's a slow mover. She puts guys in the friend zone. And Noah responds by making out with her. Good move, bad move. What do you think? 
good move. She, they, I think they, I think they go well together. I think they may be the next um, Dean and Hannah. What is that the one with the small face? That <laughs> am I right? Is it Dean and Hannah, or is it? Is that his name? Dean, who lives in a van down by the river. Yeah, okay, that's Dean. Who, who is the, who's the one that ended up with the Hannah with the small face? <laughs> um, Remember he chased her for, she made out yeah, with yeah, her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hannah with a small face. Dylan, Dylan. Dylan, Dylan, yes. And Dylan. Was, but we I, have so many Hannahs. I was just yeah. getting very confused. Got they, it. They may be the next uh, Dylan and Hannah. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I hope he doesn't break her heart because you know, and, she's and, just so cute. And again, and from a strategy standpoint, mm. you know, look, we're not 23 anymore. We've had time to think about this, but why go into that environment and just pull a Blake, uh, you know, a Blake Horstat or whatever at Coachella mm. and just try to sleep with everybody? It never mm-hmm. works out. It doesn't. Just pick it, one you like and stick with it. You get a free vacation. <laughs> Very little drama, and you just get to watch everyone else make a total jackass of themselves. And you get to talk to David Spade and Wells. Yes, I'm so glad Wells is there. He's being a very, very good psychotherapist with everyone. Let's talk about Brendan, our favorite guy with his signature turtleneck. We're not going to be seeing that on the beach for well, sure. Maybe we'll count it out. Yeah, that's a signature look, Lindsay. You never know. What, <laughs> we could go with a mesh turtleneck. We could go with some sort of, some sort of swim shirt with a turtleneck option on it. Don't, don't count it out. Okay. Wells called him the big man on campus, meaning all the girls were swooning. He look you. You mentioned this, and and I'll have to admit that I checked it out for you. But um, uh, he has a, a quite a different Instagram presence than he does in person. Yes, like in person, he seems a little dorky and whatever, you know. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. on Instagram, he's like all ripped up and stuff. And so I'm sure that that's the, what any anyone in the twenty something generation is the primary source of information these days. So I'm sure that that he came in hot. I think what Brendan has going for him as well is he is a likable guy and yeah. knows how to carry on a conversation. Super nice. Yeah. Very Midwestern and uh, approachable. Yeah. Let's talk about Kelsey. She's the one that you think is the prettiest person to have ever been on the show next to Emily Maynard, who is your bar. I think that she has a new nose. You know, I was, I was thinking that too. Although if she does, it's subtle. And that's what plastic surgery is all about to me. Well, see, I think the opposite. I think clearly she got a nose job because it's so different. I don't know. My my jury's still out on that one. But um, yeah, I I think I told you, she's no Emily Maynard for sure. But Mm -hmm. she is very, very strikingly pretty, but her personality ruins it. She just lacks the confidence. You can tell like she just thinks she's unattractive and not appealing. And, you know, it's just sad to watch because she is very pretty. She did... um, I will say I was happy that they gave her at least at least a small window to disclaim uh, the champagne in the face, uh, <laughs> although they did replay the clip. Right. And then she hands David Spade a bottle of champagne and he can't open it. Yeah, I, that was... It was tough. It was tough. A bottle of champagne? Hmm? Who can't open a bottle of champagne? I don't know. I mean, Can you? Of course. How? Um, I remember I used to work at a country club uh, growing up and, and I had to work every freaking major party and wedding and whatever. 
I could open a case of champagne bottles in like 30 seconds by the time I was done with that job because you had to open it all, pour it, and then carry it around so people could grab it for the toast. Right. And you only had a very finite amount of time before the, you know, the best man got up there and made a jerk of himself. But um, what's the secret? Um, the secret is consistent pressure. So oh. you, you open the thing and then you grab the cork and then you just turn consistently and pull up. If you start I, wiggling it around, it's going to either pop out or blow up or you're going to get Kelsey'd. <laughs> I don't think he was twisting. Right. I don't. He was trying to do the thumb thing. You know, the thumb thing. Yeah, that's that not work. a thing. It doesn't work. Kelsey also told us a little trick and a way to keep our makeup on in the heat of Mexico. Ooh, I missed that. Please you did? Ah, oh, you put milk of magnesia all oh, over your right. face. What is milk of magnesia? It's a laxative, liquid laxatives. I've heard that before. Preparation H under the eyes. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's not a new beauty tip. She was, <laughs> thank you for that. Do you have any others? <laughs> Get plenty of sleep, don't drink a lot of alcohol, and don't smoke. <laughs> Smoking will, I think smoking will age you faster than any, any other thing. In a pinch, you can use your lipstick as blush. Oh, I didn't know that either. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's something. Vaseline does something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's true in paradise for sure. (laughs) That's probably in the gift basket. (laughs) Hmm. Okay. Kelsey also was very, uh, she was worried about her sweat, which she told the camera probably shouldn't have. And then she was also worried about herself tanner washing off in the ocean. Uh Oh, she said, uh, I I, I hope I get tan because my spray tan is starting to wash off. Yeah. Mm. Come on, Um, Kelsey. Um, which I've just thought of the perfect segue into our next couple who you're going to mention. Oh yeah. Tell me. Uh, Speaking of sweat, Mm-hmm. Trey and Tejwan. Mm-hmm. Tajwan. Mm-hmm. Tajwan. Excuse me. They um they didn't oh. look too comfortable. They were sweating so much. Bless her heart. Tajwan was the one who was at Paradise last go round and she had to leave because of a heat stroke. Yeah. So she came back. Good on her. I think she's the best. She is sweating. She knows it. At one point, she has ice cubes. Yeah. all over herself and she brought a fan like a little hand fan mm-hmm. so cute i think she's great the uh-oh moment from this little union is that taj dated trey's uncle Uh-oh. <laughs> so um, she seemed really yeah I, I don't recall her i mean i, I recall her obviously because her name is so unique from other yeah. seasons but she she showed a little more personality she was a yes. more, more in front of the camera this time and I actually liked her. I haven't. The jury's out for me on Trey. I can't really place him, um, but they seem like they might make a good couple. Um, I just also want to mention. You know, I was thinking. Well, maybe you know because they're they're darker skin. Like you can see more sweat on them. Maybe it's not as apparent with like a white person or a lighter. Mm-hmm. Coat. But I don't think that's the case. I think I think she's just. You know, she's got hyperhidrosis or something. I mean, she was dripping in sweat yeah. in her interview. 
Um, and you almost felt sorry for her, but it's like, dude, it's your second trip back here. You should have known what to expect. I hope she yeah. operates. And she's owning it. She could have not come back, but she did. Yeah. She's having a little bit of issue thinking, uh, because Trey, that's his uncle. And he's, he's thinking, man, that's, that's blood. That's a blood relation that was dating this girl. And she's thinking, do I want to climb all over that family tree? I'm not sure, but it ends up in a makeout sesh. I, I hope it's, you know, maybe they were, they were being coy or something, but if it's like one date on a dating app, like they said, she, she went on one unsuccessful date with his uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be a little awkward. Great. Fine. But if it's anything more than that, then to me, that would be really weird. Like if she I agree. slept with his uncle or something, that would be really bizarre. I agree. I do want to point out, though, something that Wells said the next morning. It, when David Spade walks up and says, hey, what happened overnight? Because things get a little things get a little wild and crazy once the sun goes down. That's when the bar opens up and everybody's really getting after it. Well said in the history of Bachelor in Paradise, they they have never had as many makeout sessions, as many people hook up on night one than they had this season. I think that's a function of two things. Yes. One is, you know, all these people have obviously seen the show and know what's expected. Uh, but number two, I think, is the COVID thing. Really? Yeah, I mean, people just are thirsty for human contact, I think. Everyone yeah. in their own little way, you know, except for hermits who live in Montana, but you know, I, uh, I don't really like being around a lot of people anymore. I just like to be around myself, but even then I still miss my friends and you know, that kind of stuff. So if, if I'm feeling it, I know some 20 something year old hormonally charged guy in a bathing suit, even if there's a 40 year old new guy walking around is probably excited to be there. <laughs> Speaking of excited to be there, James and Aaron were broing out on each other, weren't they? They even was, had the same swim trunks on. And that guy's hair still has not moved. It has not moved. Yeah. He's like, got this, he looks like a, like a like one of those um, a Kindle. No, no, he looks like one of those like a Marvel bad guy or something. You know, like a, a security guard for Mister Freeze in the next month. <laughs> I mean, he was on the beach for like, you know, you saw how hot it was. Tajwan's hair is all over the place and Trey is hydrating and everyone's sweating. (laughs) That guy's hair didn't move. Do you think he puts milk of magnesia in it? (laughs) Vaseline. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So we have 10 men who arrived on the beach. We have, one second. 13 women actually it's 14 we have 14 women counting demi oh well demi arrived demi's going nowhere demi's not going anywhere she's got a free pass i'm sure here's what i want you to respond to when i say the two names because as wells mentioned a lot of people made out and a lot of people said i think we're the first couple to make out on bachelor in paradise no you weren't there's maybe 17 of y'all who did i'm going to say the couples who have already coupled up because i believe perhaps covid is a part of it but i believe they know how this game is played and they are trying to immediately get a rose so the men are in charge of the roses yes next week there are 10 guys right now another guy might show up but as of right now there are 10 guys and there are 14 women. So we have Aaron and Tammy are together 
Uh, Tammy, Tammy didn't blow up in any way. So that was exciting, but I'm fully expecting her to do that. Asian one that's kind of feisty, right? Yes. Okay. Um, And you're asking me what what I think of that couple? Yeah. Crash and burn. Me too. What about Abigail and Noah? They'll last the whole time and they'll, they'll be that couple that gets engaged. Oh, okay. Seasons, Jaden Tanner and Dylan and small face. Okay. (laughs) And whatever seasons. Joe and Kendall, Brendan and Natasha. I have no opinion on that. I, it, I, again, I think that's fleeting. I think Brendan had his eyes set on Serena P I, and well, just and didn't land it. He's also the type of guy that the next hot woman that comes down the stairs, True. he's going to talk to. So I, True. I don't think that lasts. Connor B and Marissa. I don't know who Marissa is. Don't ask me. Um, not Mari, Marissa, right? Marissa, yeah. I don't know. I don't know who she is either. So I don't know. Connor B seems like a decent dude. She may get sick of the whole guitar, stupid shirt routine, <laughs> but they seemed happy. Question. Why is he still calling himself Connor B? That's how he introduced himself too, which was he incredibly did. weird. Um, There's I'm, no other Connors or Connors on the island, to my knowledge. Maybe he doesn't want to be Connor the Cat, but I'm going to call him Connor the Cat because I like that better. Yeah, I'm not really sure how that worked. I, I think that he was, um, maybe it was a little nervous energy, but yeah, it was. I found it very odd that he introduced himself to everybody as Connor B. Yeah. Ivan and Yesenia. Um, I, you know, that may work because they're both sort of self-involved. Um, but nice people, they seem like, you know. Do you think Yesenia is going to be able to go all summer long without wearing a pantsuit? No, absolutely not. First date uh, they have, the pantsuit will come out. <laughs> Look, and you know why I say that? Huh. Is because she is from San Antonio. Okay. If anyone that lives in San Antonio and has survived San Antonio summers can still have pantsuits in their wardrobe, they'll wear them anywhere. <laughs> So I, I think the pantsuit, uh, like like Brendan's turtleneck, might be her signature. <laughs> and uh, let's be fair, if, if anyone can pull off a pantsuit, it's Yesenia. That's true. That's very true. I bet you anything, first date will be a pantsuit. You're right. Uh, Joe and Serena P., you think they're going to get engaged? Hell no. No, I think, I think, he'll, <laughs> I think he'll, he'll crash and burn. I think she'll be enticed by someone else. And I think he'll eventually go back to the place he was. At the beginning of the episode, which means moping and wanting to go home to his defunct grocery business. Okay. Uh, Kenny, the 40-year-old naked man, and Mari, the 25-year-old girl. You know, they may just be vapid enough collectively to work. Okay. <laughs> and, and It's okay. It's okay. She's dated people who are old. I know. She dated... Was that the one who confessed? No, no. It was either Joe's... Uh, it was either Serena P or it was, um, it was, no, Molly. it wasn't Serena P. Somebody dated, said they dated a 50 year old, 50 year old. Yeah. So who knows? Should we be worried about what for Mari? <laughs> <laughs> no, Mari, Mari's a big girl. She can take care of herself. Okay. Um, Trey and Tajwan. Before you, before I comment on that, the best, the best, um, line of the night to me was when Mari was walking down the stairs, they did the voiceover and she goes, Hi, I'm Mari from so-and-so season. I'm probably best known for being hit by a vibrator. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to confess, I don't know anyone who's known for that. I I don't either. (laughs) (laughs) 
Guinness Book, Mari. You're going into the Guinness Book of World Records. See what happens. What about Trey and Tajwan? They seem they seem fun. Um, I think that might be a friend type okay. of relationship, but they'll both agree to keep each other around. They seem fun. Okay. So here's who we have left who did not couple up. Carl, who, surprise, surprise, everyone still hates. He's done. Well, he's not done yet because he's a guy. So he's going to have to give out a rose. Yeah. And it's going to be to whoever's crying on the beach. Um, maybe Kelsey. Uh, or Demi. Or Demi, yeah. I mean, that, that's he, he'll stick around just by sheer numbers, but no one likes no one likes him. Do you see? Do you remember all the faces when he came down the stairs? Oh yeah, yeah. No one was happy to see that guy. No one was happy to see him. We also and and Carl will have to stay around too, just to ruffle Aaron's well, you, feathers. You know who else is a possibility for him? Who the goddess Victoria? We haven't talked about her yet. Yeah, v- Victoria. Both Victorias actually are left. There's a Victoria P who was Peter the Pilot season. And then there's Queen Victoria, who would now like to be the goddess Victoria. She has blonde hair now and well, has lost a little weight. She, l- l- let, me, let me say this. She looks as good as she could possibly look. Yeah. I think she put in the work. I think she, you know, obviously took it seriously and she came in. She looked sober, which, you know, that might last a day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought she looked as good as she could look. I don't agree. She's blonde. Um, it didn't look blonde to me, but she seemed a little more low key. She seemed a little reluctant about the whole goddess thing too, but you know, they made her do it. Well, I think she's additionally reluctant to a co-ed situation. I think she thrives as the mean girl yeah. and she can walk into a room full of women and, and own the place. That's a valid point. She's she's not very forthcoming in again a co-ed situation. Right. She also believes that if you stare at the guy for five seconds and smile, he'll come talk to you, and and that proved to be inaccurate. Um, a little bit, yeah. But I think so. To your to your point, I totally agree because she's. It's going to sound mean. She's definitely not the most attractive one in the bunch. And I think you're right. She likes to sort of be in control of the situation. And when there's a room full of women who are more attractive than her, she doesn't get the attention she wants. So I totally agree with you. But she, look, I'm rooting for her to turn the corner. She's got a big opportunity to try to reinvent herself because the way she, remember when she was crying on the curb or whatever, talking about she's the smartest person in the room and everyone. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. She needs to, she needs to revamp that and hopefully she'll come out a little shinier than when she left the franchise the first time. Yeah, hopefully so. So we have Carl and James. Let's just assume all of the couples give to the person that we mentioned earlier, Aaron and Tammy, Abigail, Noah, Brendan, Natasha, Connor B, Marissa, Ivan, Yesenia, Joe, Serena P, Kenny, Mari, Trey, and Tajwan. The two guys who are left are Carl and James with the Vaseline hair. But we have six women left. The two Victorias, Kelsey, the champagne girl, Serena C. And then we have Demi who came and then a girl named Deandra. She's the one with the long braids. And I didn't really remember her either. I don't remember So who do you think if two people get roses from Carl and James, you know, one of those has to be Demi. Agreed. I, I think. So who gets the other one? I think James, James is going to hook up with Kelsey. 
You do. Yeah, I think he, it's a, like match made in heaven. They can look of magnesium and Vaseline each other six weeks. <laughs> Which would leave both Victoria's, Deandra, and Serena C. going home. Yeah, that's a tough call because maybe maybe Demi ends up behind the bar with Wells. Victoria goes with Carl, and I still think Kelsey sticks around with Meathead. Goddess Victoria? Yes. Yeah, I don't think she's going to make it. Huh. I would think the other Victoria before her. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a tough call. It is a tough call, but it's one that will be decided for us next week because guess what? It's on Monday and Tuesday. That's right. Four hours of bliss. Are you going to watch it? You're going to make me. (laughs) I can't make you do anything, but please. So our, uh, our, one of our friends just, published a book and Mrs. Some Guy has been enthralled. And I, I've stated this before, but when Does she decides mean? on a project or a book or anything, like I'm, I'm a second class citizen. Like it just, she's so focused on, that's why she could read all the Harry Potter books. Cause she just will bang through it. And so um, I, I was solo on Monday and I don't know if I can, I can rope her back in to watch a four hours, but I'll, I'll manage. Is she reading my book? Did you have published another book? <laughs> you didn't know that? No. <laughs> <laughs> the love one is the last one I know. The love story. <laughs> Cue the best friend music. <laughs> I didn't. Lean on me. We are not strong. And I'll be. Thank y'all for listening, and thank you to Some Guy in Austin for suffering through a few hours of debauchery for me. I appreciate it. And for those of you who actually watched the show, well done! We did it! Only eight more episodes to go. If you'd like to read a recap of the premiere episode of Bachelor in Paradise, head over to IHateGreenBeans.com for years and years and years and years of content. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there until we're together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever. We are-